welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Pallier Parenting Moms with Kids podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome, everyone. I'm happy to say that my Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast is back. I first want to thank all my wonderful listeners who have sent me emails telling me how much they've enjoyed my podcasts and have encouraged me to start this podcast again. It's because of you that I'm starting back up with a wonderful series that you're going to love. I'm embarrassed to say it's been a little less than a year since my last podcast, but I do have a great excuse. During that time, I was able to complete the manuscript for my upcoming book, Dial Down the Drama, which will be published the end of October. And now I'm so excited that in less than three months, my book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict and Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, A Guide for Mothers Everywhere, will be published by Amicom. I can't wait to share it with you, so I decided to do a podcast series on my new book. Today is the first podcast for my Dial Down the Drama series. Each week, I will focus on a chapter of my book and leave you with one golden nugget that you can apply in your life right away. Some of you might be saying, but what if I have a teenage son? Well, you're going to find that most of the principles in this book work for both teenage boys and teenage girls. And I wanted to let you know, when I'm talking about teens, this also includes the tweens. Early adolescence starts as early as age nine, and some say it could even be eight. Also in this podcast series, I'm going to start the mom question of the week. This is where you can send me a question that you, can, that you have about your teen, and I will answer one question each podcast. If you are interested, you can send me your question at Colleen at PowerYourParenting.com, or you can go to my Facebook page at Colleen O'Grady, Power Your Parenting, and let me know this is your mother question of the week. Today's podcast is called, Are You All Mothered Out? A couple of years ago, I was on Facebook, and I saw the status. It simply said, all mothered out. And I totally laughed out loud because I could so relate. And then I saw that I wasn't the only one. There were 200 comments by other moms on this one post. I thought, whoa, why do so many moms feel all mothered out? And I wonder, how would you answer that question? Are you all mothered out? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if you were. There are certain times of year that moms are more prone to being all mothered out. And the end of summer is definitely one of them. You couldn't wait till your kids were out of school for the summer. And now that it's the end of the summer, well, you can't wait for them to get back in school because you just want your life back. 
But here's the deal. If you are all mothered out, you are not enjoying your life, and you're definitely not enjoying your team. The problem is that lots of moms are all mothered out a lot of the time. Now, it's totally normal for moms to feel all mothered out, but you don't want to be feeling like that 24-7. So why do so many moms feel that way all the time? Well, there's a kajillion reasons that we can feel all mothered out, but here are four big reasons. You can feel all mothered out because you worry about your daughter or your son like 24-7. You worry about who she's hanging out with. Is he telling me the truth? Is she doing what she's supposed to be doing? Is she okay? Is she going to be okay? And why won't she return my text? You can feel all mothered out because you ask her to do one simple thing and she totally bites your head off. And you tell her no because you are looking out for her best interests. And she tells you that she hates you, which really what that means is she's mad at you for not letting her do what she wants. You're tired of her ignoring you. She's walling off in her room. Or when she's down by you, she gives you one-word answers, or she's constantly arguing, arguing with you, and you are just completely tired of that. You're also all mothered out because you don't feel like your teen or anyone else in your family appreciates all that you do. Now, this is a big one for moms. We we don't mind doing things for the family, but we want to be appreciated because we really go out of our way to make our teens or our family happy or our spouses. I know I tend to feel this way around birthday parties. I remember when my daughter was about five and I gave her a princess tea party and every little girl had to wear a little princess dress. And I went out of my way to throw her the most amazing little sit down, be served with little music and the Barbie cake princess tea party. I even wore my most ridiculous bridesmaid's dress uh, that I've spent so much money on because my daughter thought it made me look like a princess. I was actually glad to, to wear it again and get a little bit more of my money out of it. My daughter loved wearing her tiara and getting all the presents and having all that attention. After working like a dog to give her the most amazing birthday party, here's what I imagined. I could see her running up to me saying, Mom, Thank you so much. You are so amazing. I can't believe how you sacrifice for me and all your time and energy. You are the best mom in the world. Well, you already know that that is ridiculous. That did not happen. 
Instead, my little beauty, who was really tired and full of sugar, had turned into an entitled beast and had this huge temper tantrum when I told her it was time for bed. Well, the biggest reason that I think we're all mothered out is that moms aren't really good at taking care of themselves. And unfortunately, it's like we need permission to nurture all the different aspects of ourselves. Now, what drives us crazy about our husbands is that they just claim it. They just go golfing. They just go to the gym. They just do what they feel like they need to do. But we don't. So we get mad at them. Okay, so here's something that we don't talk about very much. But there are cultural messages that deeply impact us as moms. And these messages aren't written in books, but we feel them. In fact, we can feel them so strongly that they can feel like sacred texts, but they aren't. And I call these powerless parenting messages. And these messages are under the surface of our consciousness. They are so much a part of us. It's like a fish in water. And we don't even notice them anymore. We're not even aware that that's what's driving us. But they do. They drive our actions, our thoughts, our feelings. In other words, they set the direction for our life. And oftentimes, they will simply drive us off the cliff into exhaustion and leave us in a pit of stress and shame. Now, there are many powerless parenting messages, and I don't have time to talk about all of them. But after talking to moms from all over the world, I think one of the biggest ones is, so the powerless parenting message number one here is, it's selfish to pay attention to me. Now, I can't tell you. I've worked with moms from all over the world in my Power Your Parenting program. And this is a big one. And these moms, and I can feel it too, it just feels like if we give ourselves attention, then we are being selfish. And nothing can be farther from the truth. When I listen to moms, they talk about how it feels selfish to pay attention to their own needs. It feels like you have to put your family first, and just maybe if you get through your never-ending to-do list, you can maybe read a book for 10 minutes. You know, there's nothing wrong with taking care of your family. In fact, it's it's what makes us wonderful moms. The problem is, is when you don't take care of you. Let me just tell you that the message The powerless parenting message, it's selfish to pay attention to me, is dangerous to your health. If you believe this message and you live by this message, there is no way you're going to be healthy or happy. Moms who live this message talk about feeling like mother machines. Or they say things like, I just don't feel like myself anymore. See, no attention to you damages your physical self because you're just going to blow off some of the fundamentals. You stay up late 
and you just don't get enough sleep. You don't have any downtime because you're always doing stuff for your family. You're always cleaning the house. You're always taking care of everything. There's no time to exercise. And at first you think, well, I just can't go today. And then that just drags out for weeks and weeks. You start eating lots of sugary foods. And my favorite would be like a half a gallon of ice cream. And then, of course, your favorite jeans don't fit anymore. Not paying attention to you damages your emotional self. When you're exhausted or stressed, it takes, it takes a toll on your emotions. If you are constantly in stress response, it depletes your body's I-feel-good body chemicals like serotonin. And that makes you much more vulnerable to being anxious or depressed because there's such a high level of cortisol in your body. And cortisol also makes it hard for you to lose weight. So that's definitely a lose-lose. When you don't pay attention to you, it also damages your spiritual health. You may go to church or temple, but you're just not feeling it. You don't feel grateful. You don't see the beauty in the world. You don't feel love for the people around you. It doesn't feel like anyone's listening to your prayers. You're not feeling gratitude or feeling like you're living your purpose. It's like your feelings, your actions, and what you believe are not in alignment. You're going through the motions, but you're, you're missing that spark, that spark of life. Not paying attention to you damages your relationships. You know that saying, when mama's not happy, then no one's happy, or something like that. Let's face it. When you are spent, it's easy to lose your temper, get frustrated, only see the worst in your family, get down on yourself. The funny thing is, is that we think that our family won't notice if we're in a bad mood or if we're stressed. I remember when my daughter was really little and I was super stressed and my daughter said, Mom... You need to have a quiet time, which I was a little irritated, but then I started laughing because it was my little girl, and I knew she was right. I really did need to have a quiet time. See, you are not your best self if you don't pay attention to you. Not at all. And you've depleted all those wonderful facets that make you you. Now, I hope that you can see how this powerless parenting message that it's selfish to pay attention to me, it just doesn't work for you or your family. It does not make you a better parent. In fact, it compromises and diminishes your authority as a parent when you lose it. The good news is you're not a mother machine, even though you may feel like one. You just can't keep going and going and going. If you do, your mother machine will break down. Think of your life like a car. If you neglect the basic maintenance of a car, your car can literally blow a gasket. And guess what? So can you. See, we have to turn this message around. 
because it's crucial that you pay attention to you, not only for you, but for your family. This is why I like to call this a powerful parenting message, that it's crucial to pay attention to you. Because when you do, everyone, including you, wins. So what do I mean by this attention? Well, it's definitely more than just getting a manicure once a week. Once I asked a mom who was clearly exhausted and not loving her life if she spent any time taking care of herself or giving herself attention. Well, she quickly told me, yes, I do. I pay attention to myself every week. And so I asked her, well, how do you do that? And she said, I get a manicure every, every week. I never miss. Now, the problem is that she complained constantly about her husband, her kids, her friends, and even her aging mother drove her crazy. There wasn't one part of her life that she enjoyed. So clearly the manicure wasn't cutting it, and pardon my pun. See, it's not just that we need to give ourselves attention, it's how we give ourselves attention. And there's different areas that we need to give ourselves attention. The manicure story let me know that I needed to come up with a framework that would help guide mothers into what areas do they need attention. So I came up with the five essential needs for feeling good. Now, I go into great detail in my book, but there are the foundational needs of getting enough sleep, taking time off, having downtime, eating right, going and keeping up with your doctor's appointments. You know it's bad when your, your dog gets his teeth cleaned before you do. There are also the maintenance needs, and there's the maintenance of the home, and moms are usually pretty good at that, but we're not that good at our own personal maintenance. So our own personal maintenance is keeping up with our hair, our clothes, our car, that our car's cleaned out, that we've kept up with our computers and our workspace, and I kind of know that I have been slacking on my personal maintenance when in my hair I have a little gray stripe or that my underwear is not fitting anymore. So it's those little annoying things that we need to keep up with. And they really make a difference, like having underwear that fit. Then there are the relational needs. And this is not about monitoring your children or even your husband. It's not just time with them. It's having quality time with your loved ones. It's the relaxed time. It's the downtime. It's where you're rested and you can truly enjoy each other and laugh at even just the simple things like your dog. Then there are the enrichment needs. And this is the area where moms feel the most guilty. But these enrichment needs are the, are the thing that can give you the most life because they help with the novelty factor, which increases your dopamine, which helps you feel alive. So enrichment needs could be going to a retreat, you know, going to a yoga class, 
learning a new skill, developing your creativity, challenging yourself physically, or even taking a fabulous vacation. And then there are your spiritual needs. And it's, it's more than just going to church or temple. It's having time to be still and be quiet and reconnect to yourself so that you can reconnect to something bigger than you. Because when you can reconnect to yourself, you can see the areas in your life that you need to change. And you can forgive yourself and you can forgive others. You can regain that big perspective of life and see the big picture. You're encouraged because you know you're growing and moving forward in your life. See, a lot of what I'm saying here is stuff that I know that you know. The problem isn't about knowing this. The problem is with our awareness that we're so busy, we're disconnected from ourselves. So we're not aware of how we're treating others. We're not aware of how we're treating ourselves, that we're not getting enough sleep. And we're not aware that we haven't talked to our best friend in three months. We're not aware of how tired we are. We can't remember when the last time we had fun or felt like ourselves. So this has to turn around. Because, see, your kids are watching you. Your teens are watching you. They know that you're not having fun. They know that you're stressed out. They're very in tune with that. So my golden nugget of this week is that it is crucial to pay attention to you. And the good news is when you take care of yourself, when you go to lunch with your best friend and you're able to share your heart and just let your feelings out, your family benefits. So here is my challenge of the week. I want you to tell yourself it's crucial to pay attention to me and then pick one area and do one small thing that would be kind to yourself. And that could be getting eight hours of sleep one night or taking a nap or reading a book or calling your friend or signing up for an art class. But I'm giving you complete permission to take care of yourself this week. All right. Have a great one. I will talk to you later. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.